You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Do we have a play money or are we not going to do play money no. this time? I, I think this is going to be a long enough yeah. podcast. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. What, we do a long podcast? And I think, folks, that's how we're going to start Geekiest Show Ever this week. Uh, Not we're gonna, us. We're going to do something different and have a long one. People are going, oh, God, I don't have enough life for this. Um, but as we, drive slower. Yeah, there you go. And as we always do, we will start with the weather because mine really sucks. You just want to get that off your chest, huh, Mike? Tell us how you really feel. Well, at this point, the hair is freezing and falling off my chest. Um <laughs> Because yesterday it was, uh, I think we had a low of about 13 below, and the wind was blowing 50 miles an hour. We had snow. Um, we didn't have a lot of snow. It's kind of hard to tell because it was all going horizontally, but I'm going to say it was only like a couple of inches because we don't have huge snow drifts around here. Um, but now after tomorrow, and tomorrow, of course, I have to go back to working mornings at the school, which means I get to blow out the... Uh, uh sidewalks and it's still going to be below zero so everybody uh you know tip uh pour a little out for me as i freeze my tail off out there <laughs> um but uh after tomorrow then it's supposed to warm up i saw the Dakota standards warm up into the 20s so we'll be happy about that but uh um i think the rest of this week looks okay now i think uh elisa didn't you get some snow it didn't look like a lot but yeah, we ended up with three inches yesterday. Um, no big deal. Okay. It wasn't as bad as they said it was going to be, and it took them all week to let us know that it wasn't going to be as bad. It was further <laughs> further north in the mountains they got hit. No wind. I mean, it really was nothing. Um, right now I'm looking at my app, and it's saying 24-mile-an-hour winds feels like 9 degrees, which I did notice earlier that it was windy. Um but it's going to be cold tomorrow, but by Wednesday, it's going to go back up into the 30s for the maybe next seven days after that. So it, it really isn't bad. And moving right along, because we don't want to hear what Melissa's had. <laughs> okay, what are you having, Melissa? What are you having? It's, oh, it was nice today. It was like 70-something today. So, okay. Yeah. And it's, my, it's, this, it's, it's been it, cold in the mornings. It's been cold in the morning. I did have to get the radiator in my car replaced. Because I was, I, after I dropped off the kids, I came home and saw this kind of like smoke billowing out and thought, that's uh, not good. No. Popped the hood, opened it up, and it was like a tea kettle. So, but, you know, had it not been that cold, I might not have noticed it because it wasn't really smoke, it was steam. So, okay. So, Mike, what you're, what you're saying, Mike, this is the Mike and Elisa show. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the weather. Sure, yeah, that too. Uh, and I was just going to mention that my daughter is going to be soaking up some of this because her and her boyfriend are driving out to California to see his family. So she's getting out of this crap. She lives in Sioux City, and it's not as bad, but she's getting out of there. But oh, Tell her to stop down and say hi to me. <laughs> uh, she's in Utah right now. I don't know. Yeah. So Southern Cal, right? are they in Southern Cal? Southern, they're going there. Yeah. Southern California. So yeah, so it'll be nice. sure. it will be, but, uh, you know, and the, come back and rub it in your face. There you go. And the reason I started off with the, the weather like I did was because besides the fact we always do it, uh, this is, it's cold weather. It's a good time to sit down and curl up with a good book and keep warm. I'm keeping warm right now because I got the heating pad on my feet cause they're cold, but, um, <laughs> uh, we're going to have a, our, 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 uh, show today is going to be about, um, books um we got a mixture of uh kindle books audio books you know and diff and not even those other services on there too so we're going to talk a little bit um about that um you know kind of 
wh- how we consume books, what we think of things, our opinions, and all this other stuff. So, um, Elisa, you want to kick off um, this discussion? Sure. Um, let me... Okay, while, I'm, she, while she's getting ready, I can tell you about the neck massager that I got for Christmas. Ooh, yeah, why don't you I, go ahead and do that? I think it was. I could tell you were like, I need some. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we recorded, I guess, before the holidays, and we were talking about Black Friday deals and stuff like that. So I'll go grab the, the link for that and put it in the, sh- the show notes. But you guys were talking about the uh, shiatsu massager and Mike, you said it looked interesting. Elisa, you had gotten the kind that I recommended a long time ago. Yes, it was my yep. fault that you got all beat up by it. <laughs> the kind that you stick like on the chair. And I have been thinking about that cause I was going to get that one, but I decided to ask for the kind that just kind of drapes around your neck. It's actually very odd. It has these two loops that you put your arms through and you just kind of sit there with it on your back. Now you can use it. So it's mainly for your neck and shoulders, but you can, that's the thing I like about it is you can control where it goes. So if you just kind of loosen it up, you can have it slide down your back to get your mid back or near your tailbone, or you can put it on your leg. Like it shows you pictures, like where all the places that, that it reaches. It is a little awkward to kind of hang on to because you have your hands through the the loops there. So I, I actually, it's funny, ironically, I was, I was using it the other night and I went to turn my head to kind of like, okay, which speed do I want it on? Because it has a little panel that's up by your shoulder that has the power button, the heat on and off, the speed, and a reverse button. And I went to try to see, like, what speed it was on to, to press it. And I damn near, like, my neck started cramping. I was like, good thing I have this on me right now. because So that's all to say that the design of it could be improved where they have the controls. Like I said, it's up by your shoulder. It's really hard to see and and maneuver it while you're wearing it. So I wish they would have put the shoulder the instead of it at the shoulder, I wish they would have moved the controls down towards your wrist or have like a little remote or something that comes off of it. So just be aware if you do get one of these things and I am going to recommend it. It is really really great. Like you don't have to get the one that I recommend but, but something like it. They're they're made by different manufacturers. But the way that it's designed to hold it over the back of your neck it's it's a lot better than having the one where you just sit at because you're leaning up against it. Whereas this one, you can really control just how much how deep it's going to need you, depending on the speed that you have it. So you can you can pick your torture flavor basically. Uh, so other than the, the lack of design of the buttons up along the shoulder, it's really great. I really really like it a lot. I recommend it. It was a very good gift. My mommy got it for me off my Amazon wish list. So <laughs> got to get that for a nice gift, and I I really like it. And I think you guys would like it too. Like I said, cause you can control where it goes. So you can, the reason why I brought that up is because you talked about cozying up to a fire or if you're like me and you live in the freaking desert and you don't have a fireplace, you can always use your Apple TV or <laughs> put a fireplace app on it like we do. So we have a fake crackling fire, but uh, this, this massager is good to sit and have on your, on your shoulders and neck while you're cozying up to a book. So that's what I wanted to segue in for that. Okay. Okay. Let me start as far as the books with a service called Scribd, S-C-R-I-B-D. And it's $8.99 a month. And I didn't notice this past holiday season of them having a deal. I did notice it before where they would um, offer a deal if you prepay for an entire year. I don't remember what it costs, but it's $9 a month. And it's similar to Audible, which Mm -hmm. Mike will talk about later. Whereas you can borrow audiobooks 
or you can actually get a, an actual ebook. Now, the difference between Audible and Scribd is with Audible, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, because I've never right. really used Audible service, you pay X amount of dollars a month for Audible, you get credits, and you use those credits to yep. buy your audiobooks, and you get to keep oh, them. Yep. I see. Okay, well, with Scribd, you're not. You're basically renting. And for me personally, if I'm listening to a book, I'm not going to listen to it again. So for me, I think mm. Audible would mm. be a waste. I'm not paying that much money to keep an audiobook in my library that I'm never going to listen to again. Mm. The nice thing about Scribd is that it's an all-you-can-eat kind of a thing. You pay mm. $8.99 a month, and if you're one of those people that listens to an audiobook a week and you want to listen to four audiobooks, you got it. Mm. Uh, same with the books. You know, I did do a 30-day trial last year and i think i read one book and listened to one book and you do it through their app they have it um, for your computer for your your phone your ipad and so forth and probably for android too and can you switch between the two can you switch between scribed and a reading book and an, and an audiobook you mean like the same book yeah like i saw something when i was poking around thinking about this stuff where if I was, it was a book that I had borrowed and it was something in my Kindle iOS app and it said something like, when I went, oh, I went to switch devices. I went to send it to a different device and it said something like, pick up where you left off and easily switch between Audible and the reading version. Oh, Whisper and Sync. So like it, yeah, exactly. It had Whisper Sync in there too. So like it, it, it said, oh, you left off at this place. Now you want to listen to it. We'll pick up where you left off reading, but now you're going to listen to it. Now, I don't have you, Prime or you pay extra. You pay extra for that, though. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. A lot of times when you buy an, an, a book on Amazon, say the book is $9.99, it might say underneath right. it. And for $2.99 more, you can get yeah. the audio version. Right. I don't think you can do this. I'm, I'm far from an expert on Scribd because uh, I only did it the 30-day 30, 30 trial. And the only reason why I did not subscribe to it is I just don't have the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like Mike and I talked about last episode with the TV shows, you know, between watching the TV shows you want to watch on all the different services and reading the books you want to read and the podcasts that you watch and listen to. And, oh, yeah, uh, going to work and taking care of your family <laughs> and any other hobbies that you might have, there just isn't the time. That's That's my particular issue. What I'm trying to do now is kind of weed out some of the podcasts I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. I'd have deleted some of them because it's like the same thing over and yeah. over again. So I don't need to listen mm -hmm. to five podcasts that tell, tell you the, the same thing. thing. You know, this is what happened at, you know, C, you know, um, CES. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't need to know from five different podcasts. So with script though, I'm not sure if you're going to get the variety that you're going to get with audible, but for my purposes, I really liked it. It was very easy uh, the app is good. They have books, audiobooks, magazines. You can upload PDFs to it. There's, you know, there's like, there's, there's a really good selection and they do give you a 30 day trial. So you can really put it through its paces before you decide to, to subscribe or not to subscribe. That's interesting. Cause I had heard of it and I've heard it pronounced scribed, but that was the only way that I knew of it was it was a PDF service. I didn't know that there was oh. actual books that you could loan from it. Well, and mm -hmm. can, can you jump between, uh, Ebooks and audiobooks. Uh, I mean, is, what's included in your subscription? Is it one? The yeah, other, that's both? all I'm not sure about. No, it's all inclusive. Okay. And so magazines, had, I see. Yep. So if you had a book you were reading on, you know, topic A, but then you were listening to an audiobook on topic B, fine. Mm -hmm. It's all you can access for that eight ninety nine a month. 
And then like other services like Apple Music or Pandora or something, you know, those kind of things, when you stop paying, then you lose everything. You lose all your access, but you're not keeping those books as opposed to Audible. Whereas with Audible, you pay your money, you bought, you know, Game of Thrones, the first the first book of Game of Thrones, that's yours forever and ever and ever. With Scribd or Scribd, however it's pronounced, once you stop paying, that's it. But really, how many times right. do you take a fiction book? Like for me, if it's a nonfiction book, I want the physical book. No, you know, if, if it's a cookbook or any kind of reference book, I want a physical copy of it. If it's just a fiction book, I'm good with, you know, I read it, I'll give it back to you and move on. Now, does uh, Scribd give you the uh, uh, option of buying the book uh, if you want? No. Okay. Because no. I was going to say, this it sounds pretty similar to Kindle Unlimited, um, which I have, and I paid, like, I think I paid a year in advance or something like that. But it's uh, nine ninety nine a month or $119 a year. Uh, and that's kind of the same thing. You can do audio, you can do uh, ebooks. I think they got uh, magazines in there too, mm-hmm. like Scrib does, I think. Um, and there's the option in there. You can read it for free or you can buy it if you want. And like you mentioned, there is also the option, which is kind of an easy way. Um, I don't know if they're still doing it. Maybe they finally fixed it. But you could get the Kindle Unlimited version for free read it but then you could uh there'd be the option to buy the audiobook at a cheaper price than you would yeah. otherwise and then you would be able you would return the ebook but you'd be able to keep the audiobook because you bought it uh and you know sometimes they were like $10 and if you bought it regularly they'd be like 15 to 20 or thereabouts so there was a savings there and that was one way and I don't know I I haven't done that in a while and i was looking at some books this afternoon i didn't see that option um i mean there's the option to buy it at the ebook and then for additional costs get the audio book but i didn't see the one where you could just read the ebook for free and buy the audio version that might be up that might be up to the publishers possibly so Now, Kindle Unlimited currently, which you're probably not going to see, Mike, because Mm. you're already a member, they're offering right now a deal for three months for 99 cents, Mm. or you can do, uh, so that would be a three-month trial for 99 cents, or a two-month trial for free. And then at the end of the term, it would renew at $9.99 a month. Mm. So So that was my next question question is comparing pricing so it's 9.99 a month for kindle unlimited and scribed is 8.99 a month correct but you might not have the same variety of books so that's why it's really good to do the trial for both and see does it have the topics that you like if you're into mysteries does it have a lot of choice of mysteries if you're into science fiction if you're into reference books if you're into you know whatever it is you know political science you know whatever it is that you're into I'm Does looking to see it? if they have a student discount. Right. And I, and I think, you know, when it comes to audiobooks, because that's where I do most of my stuff, uh, Audible, I think, is probably going to be the king of the heap on uh, with that. Because I think, I, I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure they have the largest selection of audiobooks compared to I would to agree with other, you. Yeah, yeah uh, I would agree with you. I've never seen numbers, but that's just kind of my gut impression. And, you know, services like, you know, even Kindle Unlimited or Scribd, or I've got another one on my list here, which is similar to these. Uh, that's Playster. Um, and they have, uh, you can do. I never uh, heard of that one. Yeah, I had, uh, I'd gotten a free uh, subscription and I tried it. And this one here, it's, um, 
you can get where their plans go um but basically you can get uh either a uh there's 95 a, a month that's for movies uh but now i think if you dig in there i think it's like 1495 for i want to say ebooks oh, okay there it is and then maybe 1495 mm-hmm. for audio books yeah and then they have an all you can eat they also have movies in there so for like i think it's yep. 34 basically 35 dollars a month you can uh all the ebooks audiobooks movies and music you can listen to so if you aren't like you know if you're not like me i'm tied into several music services already uh along with other things and if you wanted an all-in-one um music books um movie stuff and again i don't know if their selection is as encompassing as all the others but if again try out the free trial because i got a free trial um and if it's got the selection that meets your needs you know an all-in-one deal like this for about 35 dollars a month by the time you add up you know all your different services you know that's another option and i did use that for a while and they also have this uh deal where i think if you sign up for a year they'll give you a free tablet um, I'm going to guess it's a, I don't want to say cheap, let's go inexpensive tablet, but you know, they give you a tablet for free to uh, watch all your, your stuff on. It's going to have, it's going to be geared towards them, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, that's an option too, that, um, uh, like I say, if you're not married to any one service and this one scratches all your itches, that's a, a possibility too. But, um, you know, again, it depends upon what your, uh, tastes are uh, and like right. I say, that's why a, a free uh sign up period like that is good and what's there is try it for a month yeah uh, they're all pretty much 30 days now yeah. the audible again because you have a subscription you wouldn't see this but right. right now audible is offering until january 31st so about what 10 days or so 10 12 days from the time of this recording you can save fifty dollars on an annual membership. Get twelve audio books up front for just ninety nine fifty, and at the end of the first year, you'd get billed one hundred and forty nine fifty. And it says what you get um, free membership for uh, you get a thirty day trial. You would get thirty days with two audio books and two Audible originals. After the trial, get one audio book and two Audible originals each month. And you'll get an email reminder five days before your trial ends. And you will also get exclusive audio-guided wellness programs. Yeah, because they have uh, Audible has free uh, uh, and original uh, content in there. Uh, so, yeah, you get your credits, but they are also spicing it up with uh, some uh, – they're calling it original, and there's some free content in there. And I don't know. I think there's uh, podcasts, too. Um, and you were uh, – texting me uh what i have now i think basically um i forget what they call it but uh i don't have the full subscription to audible it's like 9.95 a year and it just kind of keeps your credits active um yeah i'm not seeing anything for pricing though anywhere on here if there if there's other options other than the 14.95 a month maybe there isn't maybe what you have you've been grandfathered into no because uh, they've got the was it the gold, uh, and then they've got the platinum. Okay, my membership status is inactive light, is what they call it right now. So I don't know if they would be enticing me if I could get this deal or not. I might have to check later. Uh, but I know they also have the two credits a month. I think it's the platinum plan, and I want to say that's 
Is that $30 a month or 25 I don't know because I can't find anything for pricing on here. Uh, let's see here. Well, if I go to my yeah, account Yeah, I'm trying details. to find stuff about student discounts for Scribd, and I'm, I'm like searching for Ursula. Yeah, I was looking for mm-hmm. yearly pricing for Scribd, and there was nothing. All it had was $8.99 because a lot of these companies, like we're just talking about with Audible, will give you, if you prepay for the full year, It'll, just like Apple Music, you can pay $99 a year or you can pay, what is it, $9.99 a month. Uh-huh. So I was looking at that because I thought, well, maybe if they have a good price for a yearly membership, maybe I would just go ahead and do it. Oh, here we go. Switch uh-huh. your memberships. Okay, that's that's the one I'm looking for. So for $14.80, well, I'm inside my Audible account. Oh, uh, okay, because I'm just on audible.com and yeah. I can't find anything on pricing. Okay. I'm really frustrated with yeah. scribed pricing right. information. There's like nothing. There's nothing. Well, I or had... any any articles that have been linked in the past, they must have like updated their website or something because it keeps going to a 404, page not found. It's really odd. Okay, so the uh, gold membership is 14.95 a month for one credit. Platinum is two credits for 22.95 a month. Or you can get the annual 119.50 for excuse me uh 12 credits that's the plans that they they offer um so yeah it depends on how much you want to spend i mean you know i did have a audible subscription but the way i go through books depending upon the book because okay i'm in a unique situation compared to you other guys because i consume a lot of audio books because i'm at work Yeah, because you're listening while you're working (laughs) yeah because you know scrubbing a toilet does not take a lot of brains so um (laughs) i can i have you know depending upon how things go maybe up to six seven hours a day i can listen to an audio book so i can plow through even a you know a longer book in you know, two, three days, maybe a week, uh, depending upon how things go. So I would chew through a credit pretty quick. So that's why I started looking at different options. And the Unlimited uh, kind of scratches that itch. I mean, they do have some audio books in there, in the, included in the plan for free, that you can listen to. Uh, and I made use of a lot of them. Um, and And if it's a good enough book or the price is right, I may just buy it so I have it, because I think I've got... Did I, do I have 70 audiobooks in my Audible collection? Although that may be misleading because some of those are the unlimited ones that I download. And I think with unlimited, you are limited to six or seven titles you can have downloaded at one time. You can listen to as many as you want, but you can only have six at, I think it's six at one time. So there is kind of a limit there. Yeah, that's what still a lot. How does that work with a Prime membership? Is it does it cost less per month, or is that included in your Prime membership, or how does that no, work? No, unlimited is extra. I don't yeah. can't say for sure if it costs. I want to <laughs> say maybe it costs like maybe a dollar less for being a Prime member. Don't hold me to that because I can't. That's what drives me sure. nuts about Prime. Like you're already paying over a hundred dollars a year. Break that down into whatever it costs per month with tax and everything. And then, like, like that's just your membership fee. And then they charge you on top of that for all these other additional services. Well, for some it just, of them. Well, it seems like it Yeah, really they do give up. you some free books. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, it's not. I haven't done it in a really Can long time. Them, or do they just, like, kind of well, dangle them like a carrot? Well, this is the problem. They don't, um, they don't have a separate. They don't have a separate listing where 
these are the books that you can get for free. You can get one per month, and I believe because I haven't done it in such a long. It's been well, a number of without years without having to pay extra for an Audible. I think it's or a I think Unlimited. it's I think it's monthly. Yeah, those are two separate services, month. right? There's yeah. you pay your Prime membership, and that's an right. annual fee. Like, and then on top of that, you pay for like if you're a voracious book person, if this is something you're into, then you pay an additional fee on top of the annual fee for a Kindle Unlimited subscription, Correct. and then you pay another one for Audible. Is that right? Right. Correct. Well, and, and well, you what I'm do talking, that monthly, but then right. can you put it on hold or like, do you have to start all over again? Or like, I wonder how that works. I don't think you can put them on hold. I think it would be considered canceled. Probably. But it would, like, I remember when um, the Hunger Games was really popular, mm-hmm. I borrowed those books. But what happens is they don't have a separate listing to say, these are the books that you can borrow for free with a regular Kindle Prime account or Amazon mm-hmm. Prime account. You just happen to go there and it would say that you could borrow it for free. That's the problem. Whereas with Kindle yeah. Unlimited, they give you the listing. These right. are the books that are under Kindle Unlimited. They don't give you the listing for the books that you can borrow for free as a Prime member. Um, it, I know they mentioned that you can do Harry Potter now. Huh. That right. that used to not be part of it. Now you don't have to have Kindle Unlimited. You can just have Prime. So, like I said, and, it's been probably two years at least. And what what uh, Amazon will do once a month, they'll send out an uh, e, uh, email, and there will be five books of the month that they call it that you can download and keep for free. Um, hmm. Usually, in you know, each in a different genre of things. So there may be fiction, nonfiction. Uh, you know, every once in a while, there's a science fiction book in there, so it'll catch my attention. Uh, I think I got an Andrew Main book. Um, uh, through there, um, and they'll oh. they'll do that, and then you know, and also keep in mind your Prime membership. It, you get some free. I think you get some. Uh, I think I want to say two or three free magazines, or is that the Kindle Unlimited? But uh, you also get Amazon Music, which is a subset of their Unlimited Music. So you get some music. You get all of the um, the um, uh, video uh, Prime stuff. So I mean, there's more to. You know the uh, uh, prime membership than just the books, but yeah, you wish there was, and maybe if they made it a little bit more, uh, a little bit easier for you to find. I stand corrected. They did finally now they do now have a separate note, uh, a separate listing. Oh, for Amazon, I told you, it's, it's it's been a while. Um, if you look under, let me see, where is it here? Kindle, Kindle e-readers and books. Then you go to Kindle Store and it says Prime Reading right underneath Kindle Unlimited. So if you click on Prime Reading, these are all the books that you can borrow for free. Okay, so now uh, that is uh, is that across the top or is that the little uh... nope? If you, you see where the like we see at the very top where it says Amazon Prime, and then you got the three lines. Yeah. On the left hand corner, yep. click on that. Okay. Then click on Am- uh, Kindle e-readers and books. Uh, and then go to where the middle where it says Kindle Store. I'm still trying to find the Kindle e-readers and books. Okay, there we go. Kindles, e-readers, and books. Okay, and then... uh, Click on... And then in the center of the column, it says Prime Reading. Okay, I think I... It says Kindle Store. Okay, here we go. I got to start over again because I clicked on it instead of just hovering over it. And now this thing is being my internet. No, nope, you want to, You do want to click on it. You want to go to Kindle e-readers and books. Okay, well, which I... is the one, two, three, four, five, the sixth one down. 
And then it says Kindle e-readers at the top, Kindle store in the center. You want to see where it says Kindle store, then it says prime reading at the bottom of that section. Okay. I'm uh, Like I said, my, my, uh, my connection here is a little. Okay. And then go to, what did you say, Kindle Unlimited? No, prime reading. And uh, then that will be books that, are, that oh, you can borrow for free if you are a prime member. Okay. All right. Uh, and they also have magazines in there too. Okay, all right, yeah. So yeah, they have made it a little bit uh, better, um, and you know, does it's all going to depend upon your tastes, what you find in there, because um, you know you're probably not going to, unless they're really trying to promote something, you're probably not going to find the newest books in there. Would be my guess. But uh, if it's something you haven't read, it doesn't matter how old it is, and if you want to read it. Um, I'm just leafing through here, and uh, nothing's really caught my eye yet. But There's not really that much selection, so I'm hoping that these aren't the only ones that are available. Well, if you hit the See More. I did. Oh, you did. And it only gives you two pages. Let me check something. Let me check Harry Potter, see if that's one. It's okay, so Harry Potter, book one. Now, I wonder if that's... Yeah, now, Harry Potter is free. Okay. They're all coming up, okay. I think. Let me check on this one. Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, it says read for free. Okay. Well, you see, mine, uh, my results were probably a little bit skewed because I got coming up uh, free with Kindle Unlimited. So uh, yeah, that could be. Yeah, that could be. So, like I say, yeah. my my results may vary from you know a non-prime member. Yeah. A so they bit. still have work to do on letting people know. I mean, it's very easy to find out if the book is free via. Kindle Unlimited, not as easy to find out if it's free via Amazon Prime. Right. Um, so uh, that's, uh, and then we were talking about Audible too, and um, there's something, uh, I think you can, now, I haven't tried, never tried it, I might try it here. Um, you, I think you can loan, is it loan a book to somebody or is it give a book? It's, I think it's the lending library. Well, That's what I was going to ask you about. I've never like, done it, but I know the way it works is if I have a book, Melissa, that you want, I can yeah. loan it to you, but then it deletes from my Kindle for two weeks. Aha, uh-huh. okay. So it goes to your Kindle, but at the end of the two weeks, it disappears from your Kindle and goes back to mine. Now, I've never done a library, basically. Yeah. Now, I've never done it. I don't even know if they still have it. Well, I was looking at Audible here because... Um, uh, Melissa, you had mentioned you were reading Megan Phelps Roper's book, and mm-hmm. I've got the audio version. Yeah, which, um, and you and you bought that, so like you own that book. That that's why I was wondering, like, because my my library loan ended before I was able to finish, and I thought, well, I wonder if I could lend it from Mike if he's done listening right. to it, and then I could listen to it. Yeah, and I was I, I was wonder think- if that's a way we could do that. I was, you know, I I was uh, thinking about doing that. Now, why is it, why is it not showing up? Um, I got too many books in here. I'm trying to find. Okay, here we go. Unfollow. Yeah, because. Oh no, it's downloading it. Um, but yeah, yes, I want to stop. <laughs> and now Mike's gonna Cylon. <laughs> uh oh oh I maybe yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You haven't uh, yet. Oh, okay, well, okay, because it's got at the bottom here. So if you find the book, you go to the three dots on the, um. Uh, right hand side. I said the 
apparently Google thought I was talking to it. Anyway, you go to the three dots and it says send this book and then it'll bring up the share thing. And so, you know, I could message this and like I say, uh, and I don't know if this is like yeah. I give it to you and then you can give it back or is it like Kindle yeah. where you loan it? I mean, I would like a little Wonder. bit more. And I wonder if I would have to be a Prime member or an Audible subscriber or anything like that. Well, see, that's what I was wondering, too, that, yeah, I wonder if you needed to have the audio. I'll have to test it out sometime and report back. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll have to try Okay, like, finish listening to it. Do you want to try texting to me, and I'll see what options it gives me? Sure. Like, here's one, Melissa. I'm looking at um, Instant Pot Cookbook. Mm-hmm. And when I in, and earlier when I told you that if you click those three dots in in yeah. your under manage devices, mm-hmm. it says loan this title. Uh-huh. So let me see. I'm going to click on loan this title, and that's because and you are a what kind of subscriber? Prime. Okay. Okay. This is just through. So Prime. this is what it says: loan this book. Loan mm-hmm. this book to anyone you choose. Complete the following and click send now to loan your book. The recipient does not need a Kindle to accept this book. Hmm. The publisher has set the following lending terms. This book can be loaned once for a duration of 14 days. Hmm. So then it's got, I would put in your name, your email address, and it says from me, and then I could type a message if I want to. And it send now, and it says, what happens after you loan this book? When you click the send now button, Amazon will send an email to the recipient with your personalized message. If the loan is not accepted within seven days, it will automatically be returned to you. You will not be able to read this book while it is on low. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it is like you thought. Yeah. No, that's Kindle. so like that would be a good example. So say you're um, you like that book. I just like let's just pretend, for example, I just got an instant pot. You're like, oh, you got to try these three recipes. They're on page 49, 56 and 83. Here, I'm going to let you borrow the instant pot book and then you can try them out for yourself. And then I have like two weeks to go and like, you know, make a PDF copy of the, the recipe or, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. That would be interesting. Okay, so now, so that's how that would work from Elisa's account. And then I would like tell you when I'm done with it and when it, and it would get returned to you. Say if, say it only took me three days to consume that knowledge. And then I was like, okay, thanks for the recipes. I got them. And then I tell you that I'm done with it and it comes back to you. And they're like, oh, good, because I wanted to tell this other friend about it. And now you can. Or is it like the library where... Once it expires, it expires, and then you don't have to do anything. It'll just return it back to you. Right. It'll do that. It can do that. Or if it's mm-hmm. like books that I borrowed from Prime or even from Libby, um, you can say, I'm done with this. You can have it back now. You know, you have 14 days or 21 days to read the book, but you read it in six days. You can go back in and say, I've read this book. Take it back so that the next person can borrow it. Okay. So I, it should mm-hmm. it should be the same way that you can say after three days I'm done. Here's your book back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now for the audio version, so that was a that was a, just a regular book book, um, a reading version. Now Mike sent me one, so I get a picture of the book and it says uh, only from Audible. It has a little ribbon on it and it says. I guess this is an automated thing. It says, I've listened to an Audible book. You might enjoy. It's totally free if it's your first time accepting a book from a friend. So I could click this. Then it says below. So then there's something to click on. It says Audible. Try it free. 30-day audiobooks free trial from Audible. So if I click that, and I haven't used Audible yet, it's going to take me to a web page where I can then basically start a trial. So here's your recommendation from Mike McPeak. And then it has the unfollow book. It has a sample publisher summary. Then it says get your free audiobook or learn more. So I'm going to click and learn more. And Mike, is, is she the one? Is Megan the one reading it? 
Yes, it is. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So you. So that sounds like an Audible can only go to an Audible, but a Kindle can go to someone yeah. who doesn't have a Kindle. Because okay. now they you want can just, me to. Subscribe. You can just use your iOS app, mm-hmm. Kindle app, to read the book. Well, it says each person shall be entitled to redeem only one free audiobook recommendation through this program. So if you accept mine, I guess you won't be able mm-hmm. to accept anything from anybody else then, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. After redeeming one free audiobook, recipients must purchase or use a credit to redeem any additional audiobook recommendation. So you, you make a recommendation, you just can't get a free book. So mm-hmm. this sounds a little different than the Kindle because mm-hmm. is there any uh, was there any limits on could you send Melissa multiple I mean one at a time but could you do it more than once Yeah, that's a good question. I think so. I mean, like I said, I've never done it, so sure. I can't speak from experience. Um, all I know is that once I loan my book to somebody else, it's out of uh, my library. Right, mm-hmm. and then when they're done, they're after two weeks, whichever, then it comes back. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I did click on the more information. It says, do I need an Audible membership to redeem a book? It says, no, you don't. Anyone, members and non-members, can receive an audiobook. The only requirement is that you must have an existing audible.com or Amazon account or create one in order to redeem the book. So I do have a, an Amazon account, but I don't have an Audible account. If you don't have an account, you'll be prompted to create one. Okay. Uh, note, if you cannot redeem your book after creating an account or signing in, the title may be restricted based on geographical rights of the audiobook. So there's definitely something to say for publishers, terms, and that sort of thing. Um, remember, the first audiobook you receive through this program is always free, whether you have an Audible membership or not. So I'm going to try to redeem it and see if it'll just if it'll just work with just my Amazon account. Well, it should be because I think my Audible is through my Amazon account. So, I mean, I don't have a separate Audible uh, login. Mm-hmm. I just, it's it's through Amazon because they're all well, but I, And I don't have Prime either. So that's that why I'm should, saying, like, I wonder if it'll just work with just matter. a regular Amazon account and oh, it not should. Prime. It should because Prime is just added on top of, I mean, anybody can have an Amazon account. The Prime added on top is the free shipping, the movies, the the free perks you get with it. Right. Um, so it should work with any uh, plain old uh, Amazon account. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oh, so it worked. It said, thank you. You're ready to listen. Okay. Let's see. Listen anytime, anywhere. Choose your device to learn how. So I could choose from my phone and tablet, my Amazon or my Mac. So I'm going to choose my iOS device. Then it gives me a choice between download and open the free Audible app. So I'd have to have the app on there. So I'll have to I'll have to install that first. Okay. Then sign in to view your purchased audiobooks in my library. Tap the cover art to start downloading your book. So I so think... while you guys are talk, talking about something else, I'll I'll go and see if I can install that. Right, and uh, you accepted that, right? Because okay, so yeah, I, I think it looks all, like I have. So it looks like we can just uh, all this is a recommendation. It's not like a lending because I'm currently downloading the book. So apparently I have access I to it and you have access huh. to it. So it's not exactly the same. I thought maybe I could oh. loan it to you, but yeah, well, it's not actually a loan. It's a recommendation, right? So yeah, there's the the details are in the fine That's print. The yeah, uh-huh. uh, but that's you know because I think you I think you'll enjoy that book. Uh, I'm I en- I enjoyed it. 
Um, well, yeah, no, I'm liking it. I'm, I was just frustrated because my loan's about to end and I sure. wasn't done with it. And I was like, ah! Right. So recommendations like a preview, like a five-minute preview or something? I think is, so. Is that, what, is that what you mean? Yeah, Kind of like watching a trailer for a movie to get right. you to go to the movie to yeah. see it? Does this guy sound... So you, does the narrator sound like a jerk? I mean, do you want to listen to his voice grind on all day? Yeah, that's a uh, good consideration for sure. Because you know, I'm picky about that stuff. You know, one thing that you know we haven't mentioned: there's free versions out there. There's LibriVox. There's some others, and mm-hmm. and I've done a few of those, and they're mainly you know uh, public domain stuff. Uh, a lot right. of it, uh, anything that's out of um, uh, print or out of um, copyright. And I've listened to some of those. Some are good. Uh, some of the readers, uh, some of the people, narrators, are not too bad. Some make you want to uh, poke ice picks into your eardrums. Because um, I remember I was listening to a Sherlock Holmes book, and every time they you know, did an exclamation, uh, he had to screech or yell or something. It's like, oh, good God, you're blowing my eardrums out, you dipshit. Um, so that's going to be kind of hit and miss. But that is an option, especially if you haven't read some of the classics. There's some good books out there. Um, so that's a you know a option for um, if you're you know for reading books for free. Well, here's something else that might be interesting to you, Mike, for the audio book. Um, this is a this is a, a website called Chirp C H I R P dot com. Have you heard of that? I get their emails. I haven't bitten yeah. anything yet, but and I get their emails every day. Yeah, and they're uh, inexpensive. Uh, they're most of them are like. Uh, uh, five to ten dollars thereabouts, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, like this one I'm looking at. Um, I don't know what this book is about, but it says the girl who fell from the sky. It was twenty dollars and ninety seven cents. It's on sale for a dollar ninety nine. Right, uh, and I believe you have to use the Chirp app to listen. Uh, but they also have. Um, it looks like they've got current. Let me see where is it? New York Times bestseller. They've got one from James Patterson here for $17.92. They've got, uh, let me see what else they've got here. Um, A book by Melinda Gates, a book by Neil Gaiman. They've got some new releases here, $17.99, I'm not sure what these books are, but they just have different, they just have some current releases. And then you can also explore by genre. So if you're into mysteries or classics or romance or, you know, young adult, you can go by that. Classics. Let me see what they have under classic. Um, C.S. Lewis, Hunter Thompson, Uncle Tom's Cabin, The Divine Comedy. Well, Uncle Tom's Cabin's $1.99. Ooh, this one, uh, this one interested me because um, I got to look at this up. Okay. Uh, no. Okay, maybe I'm mixed up here or something because um, uh, I was uh, I saw um, I forget who on Twitter it was. Um, oh, I think the uh, guy you used to podcast with, Elisa, um, or not Lisa, Melissa. Um, oh, Dave Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah. He uh, uh, forwarded a link on Audible right now. Um, Neil Pert, the drummer of uh, Rush, yeah, passed, passed away, away recently, mm-hmm. and he had done some audio books. And through the 28th of this month, so depending upon when you listen to this podcast, you may have a chance yet. But you go into Audible, and they have uh, uh, released uh, his books for free for right now. And so I downloaded a bunch of them. I thought one of them was Clockwork Angel, which I saw 
on chirp here. Uh, hmm. Oh, wait a minute. I've got... Well, see, that wasn't one of the ones that was free because he narrated that for somebody, but he's written a bunch of uh Yeah, I see books. that Traveling Music, the soundtrack to my life and times, Roadshow. Yeah, uh, Mast Rider, far. far and Near, Far and Away. Um, and somebody's, far and Wide. Yeah. I think Ghost wow. Rider. Yeah, he's written a bunch a of them. He is. And Ghost Rider, I think, is the one that he wrote because uh, within a year, his daughter, his 19-year-old daughter passed away and then his wife. And so oh. he, yeah, he kind of went on a find myself journey across. Uh, I think they said like, did they say seventy thousand miles? I forget what it was, um, on his uh, motorcycle. And so I think this is his uh, uh, memoir of that. And his, uh, so I haven't listened to him. It's only the brief blurb that I can't quite remember. But I think it's part reflection, part travelogue, part you know. Um, I don't know if it's like a John Kerouac type of, you know, book or not. Um, I need to, I got them all downloaded so I can listen to them. So I have plenty of stuff to listen to here, but um, those are free. And I, and I thought Clockwork Angel was, or Clockwork something, he narrated some for somebody, somebody else wrote them, but he did the narration. Um, Clockwork Angels, Clockwork Lives. Okay. But I look at the, the one here on Chirp and it says narrated by Jennifer, uh, L or something to that effect. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I had it wrong. Maybe it's some different clockwork. Oh, you books. know what it is? It's um, it you have to pay for it on um. You do Audible, yeah. You do. It's but... a. It says Kevin Anderson and Neil Pert, narrated by Neil Pert. Regular price is ten dollars and forty nine cents. Clockwork Lives is twenty seven ninety nine. Did it say Clockwork Angel or not? Yes, Clockwork Angels and Clockwork Lives. Well, see, I'm confused because I'm looking at the Clockwork Angel, unless this is a different book by Let the same look. name. But it's, it says narrated by uh, Jennifer uh, E-H-L-E. I'm going to say Ali or something like that. Um, so that's why I'm mildly confused, which, of course, for me is a normal state. But uh, The one to the right of it, if you do a search for Clockwork Angels, okay, there's one by Kevin J. Anderson. Okay, so this is a different book that's, by the same the name. One. Okay, that's the one. Narrative oh, that's by Neil I got, Pert. I got excited because this one was like five yep. bucks, and I mean, I'm all for paying artists, but I can only, I've only got a certain size pie. Everyone's going to either have to get a lesser amount or no amount. Uh, well, the nice thing too about the the chirp is that if you click under deals, um, you can it, a drop down comes down, and you can shop by the price: two ninety nine or less, four ninety nine or less, six ninety nine okay. or less. Nine ninety nine or less. So if you don't have a lot of money to spend, you're looking to spend about five bucks. Let me see if I click on five dollars if anything good comes up. Um, yeah, I mean that's relative. I mean, a yeah. pocket history of human evolution, ninety nine cents. Okay. Uh, the girl who fell from the sky, dollar ninety nine. Yeah, it's so Agatha Christie, two ninety nine. I'm looking in the deals section under genres, but I only see. Like there's no self help, there's no like technology. It just says general fiction. Yeah, I mean fiction. you're not going to get. Yeah. So you're like not going to get the, the variety that you're going to get from Audible, mm -hmm. but you never know. If you check it every now and then, you might find a, a you know a diamond in the rough. You know, and right. the other place that you can look at is BookBub. I get their mm -hmm. email every day where they go through and they find um, they find books usually that the Kindle is is off, that Amazon is offering, and sometimes they're free, sometimes they're a dollar ninety nine. And with the thing with BookBub is if you sign up for their newsletter, you can specify on the website what types of books you're looking for. 
Well, this is so good for kids because I just checked like uh, the uh, kids and young adults section and there's like Nancy Drew for 99 cents and the Hardy Boys for $1.99. So this would be a good thing for kids on this is on Chirp Books. Yeah. Hmm. I get the remake. Usually comes about two o'clock every day, two o'clock Eastern time. Bookbub, I usually get two a day. But if you don't like science fiction, then you don't check the box that says science fiction. If you're only into mm-hmm. romance novels, you check romance novels, and they're only going to send you books in that genre. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to waste your time reading about a book that you have no interest in. So, like, if you're getting ready to go on a cruise, say, you know, you're going to have some time that you want to read a book. You're like, hey, surprise me, but give it to me under this filter. Yeah. And then it'll let cool. you know, hey, Amazon's got a sale on this book for three ninety nine or... Yeah. So I did um, just to, you know, because I'm taking one for the team here. <laughs> There's some interesting information here that I wanted to share since I clicked on Mike's link. Um, so it appears as though I have the audiobook now. So I'm able to get Megan Feltrover's Unfollow. And it downloaded it into the Audible app that I just installed on my phone. Um, evidently, I signed up for, I must have signed up back in 2014 maybe i did get like a free 99 cent something but then i just never like paid the, for the subscription or anything but here's what i found that's interesting so i you know i muted myself while you guys were talking and i was able to play some of the book so it appears as though i'm able to listen to that book but then it says so i went into settings and i poked around and i thought okay well now what's the catch like i just got basically like a, a free book like Mike was saying, it doesn't appear as though he's lended it to me. He's just suggested it to me, it sounds like. So how am I able to listen to this book, I'm wondering? That's that's kind of the big question that's looming over me. That doesn't seem to be very clear as far as the answer is concerned. So I poked around and I looked at membership and it says your membership is listed as non-member. Um, and then, of course, it tries to advertise to you. Start listening today. Join Audible, blah, 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 blah. Um, then it says audible membership. It gives you the option to sign up. Now here's where it gets interesting. So I have, I have my iPhone and my Mac screen in front of me and I'm looking at the two. When I look on my iPhone, it says there is no trial period. Your iTunes account will be charged $21.49 a month plus taxes at confirmation of purchase and at renewal within 24 hours prior to the end of the current period. Um, it has membership automatically renews, blah, 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 blah. Then I look across to my computer screen and it says, join Audible today and get the most out of the membership, free for 30 days, then $14.95 per month thereafter. So what is up with that? So if you're, well, if you're doing it as an in-app purchase through iTunes, they jack up the price to $21.49. Yeah. But if you're doing it directly through Amazon, it's less. It's like it's, five bucks less. It's Apple's 30%. And I'm surprised oh. that because uh, Amazon and Apple were in a That's basically crazy were in a pissing match because um, there were some of these companies they would like because Apple's a good ecosphere and you got a lot of people willing to buy their stuff but Apple puts thirty percent on there and th- you know their justification is they got to pay for their service mm-hmm. but uh, you know for something like that some people are arguing it should be you know they're all for apple you know being able to fund their service but you know 30 percent every month like that you're yeah, paying every month you're paying an extra <laughs> you said what five dollars basically yeah, uh 14.95 versus well no it wasn't quite that much of uh, 14.95 well maybe first 21.49 
Okay. Um, so about $6, roughly. Uh, yeah. And I was going to do the 30%, but I didn't want to mess around, confuse my mind. But, um, yeah, so you're... You can you have the convenience of subscribing through it for uh, to $6 it through Apple. Six dollars and fifty four cents, and that's before taxes times twelve months out of a year. Holy crap! You could get a couple extra books that way. Uh, yeah. So, and that's the problem because Amazon and mm. Apple are in this you know problem, and they do say mm. that you can't because uh, you can go into the Audible app and it'll say you can't buy books through here. You can go mm-hmm. to the Amazon or to Audible, whatever, buy credits, and then you can spend the credits. Oh, that's where the credits come from. Okay. Yeah, so you can use uh-huh. a credit within your iOS device to purchase books. That's their workaround. So you pay at Amazon or Audible for their credits and then use them through the iOS app. So you have the convenience of getting it on your iPhone or your iOS device without having to pay Apple's apple's tax on you know their service mm-hmm. charge on top of that so yeah you have to watch out for some of that stuff and like i say i know there's been some mm-hmm. people that have been it's been a thing with apple and there are some that are arguing for an ongoing subscription like say uh audible or something like that they should uh drop it down you know some people have said like maybe 15 percent, which would still be like three bucks roughly um on top of that but like i say you are paying to have apple manage all your subscriptions for you it Mm. depends on how you feel about apple now this uh, i have to say the thing that did impress me was i mean i basically just tapped you know i clicked your link from the messages app and then Let's see, I went to, I forget what I did next, took me to the site. I logged in with my Amazon account. It showed up in the Audible app. And because, like I said, I had already borrowed this book, but my loan is expiring this evening. Like, it probably got sent back to the library while we were talking. It's interesting. It did actually drop me into the audiobook, and it synchronized with the last place that I read because I was on Chapter 4 and took me right to it. Okay. So I literally, it literally picks up where I left off from a library loan. Okay. I think that's very interesting. It is. Now, um, you know, talking about audiobooks here, you know, like I said, it was good that you get these uh, the samples so you can listen to it because, you know, mm-hmm. some people you just don't want to listen to. The book may be good, and, you know, mm-hmm. it, and, uh, most narrators are pretty good, but there are some that kind of get on your nerves. And, like, mm-hmm. I always believe that, you know, especially a book like this, it's best if the author reads it themselves, and, and Megan does. And That's why I asked you because I yeah. prefer that too. Yeah, and because, you know, especially in her case, because this is, you know, an emotional, tough story, and you can hear a few times, and she did say, that there was a few places in the book that she had to re-record several times because she oh. would break down yeah. because it, it's yeah. very emotional. And but yeah. you can hear that in her voice. And I think that ends lends a little bit of uh, mm-hmm. texture to the book rather than just list, looking at words on the page. You can mm-hmm. from you know her and that's with any author you know uh, reading like that. It gives it just that little extra you know flavor that I don't know that you would necessarily get in the, in, a, in a printed or an yeah, ebook like sure. that. So. Um, the only problem I'm going to have with it, and especially with this book, because I have read, you know, I've read several chapters of it, and there's a, there's some questionable language <laughs> because she's oh, citing yeah. things, right. and so it's not something I would be able to listen with an earshot of my kids. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so um, that's the problem that I have. This is like my my own unique perspective. Is that's the thing that I do struggle with audiobooks as much as I would love to listen to them and podcasts and stuff, but I can only ever listen when I'm by myself in the car. And how often does that happen? It's like I well, can't even go to the bathroom. 
for myself still. So it's hard for me to try to find time and quiet space just to myself. And, you know, I could try to start putting like, you know, one earbud in one ear and kind of like half listen to it. But then I'm not totally tuned into it. And when it comes to a book, sure. especially like this, I want to give it all my attention. Right. You know, sometimes like I'm listening to a podcast and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't have to pay attention to every single second. I'm not hanging on every so, word and I can rewind it or pause it or whatever. But for something like this, I'm going to want to get invested in my attention yeah. to it. And so I, I really probably shouldn't recommend the book to you, Shit My Dad Says, then. Cause that would, <laughs> that would... Well, actually, we, we already have that one. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I checked that one yeah. out and listened to it while I was at yeah. school, and I tried not to laugh too often because I'm it's going. So funny. I'm going. That's so well, me. You uh, know, Melissa, what you were saying about the the audiobook picking up where you left off in the in the ebook is because uh-huh. when you borrow the ebook, it comes from Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. it already knows how yep. far you've gotten into it, so it knows but, to pick up at this point. But interestingly, because remember we were talking before, I originally download the book to the Libby app. And that was another thing that we were going to mention uh, right. when we were talking about this is now we're kind of, we're kind of segueing into the, we talked about reading services, like subscription services, things you pay a monthly fee for where you get the content from. And then I also wanted to talk about different apps for consuming these, these services. And um, like I told you before, I'm kind of wrestling with like you had said, Elisa, you're trying to pare down your podcasts and, you know, you don't need to hear the same thing being spoken from the same different five podcasts. So you just want to listen to one or two of them. Well, right. that's kind of how I'm I'm dealing with apps on my phone. You know, I told you before, like it, it was cute for a while. You know, I do love interfaces. I do love geeking out and totally nerding out on this stuff and and trying to consume it because part of my job like when I work out in the field is a lot of times I will sit down with a client and you know I'm going into this blindly like there's times where I'll just get an email with a subject line that says help and you know they might give me some idea about what I'm going out there to help them with but then of course it will morph and it'll turn into oh well why are you here I have these other seven questions for you and sometimes we get to it and a lot of times I end up like well how do I use this or how do I use that And, you know, at one point in time, like, you know, the question was, well, how do I use Spotify? Or they might tell me ahead of time, like, how do I use Spotify? I'm like, oh, crap. Now I got to go take a press course in Spotify because, you know, that's kind of my job is to take a look at the stuff. I'm pretty good about looking at something and then digesting it and learning how to drive it and work it. And then I can, you know, fairly quickly, like, teach someone how to do it because I'm I'm. Things like that are intuitive to me, but maybe not somebody else. And so, for example, now I'm trying to pare down the apps because because I do that. I end up with like so many different apps that essentially do the same job. Like they 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 perform the same task for you. So, for example, bringing it back to these these reading apps, I have Apple Books, I have a PDF reader, I have Kindle, and I have Libby. And then for a while there, I like I had OverDrive. All of these things do the same kind of stuff, but they all have their own perks and they all have their own interfaces. And you might like, well, I really like the page turn in this in this app, but it doesn't do it in this app or, you know, just for an example. So I had it down to Libby and Kindle. So for the longest time, whenever I'd loan a library book, I would just have it delivered right to the Kindle. But this time I thought, I want to have it sent to Libby. I want to try out Libby because that could be one of those areas where a client might ask me, I want to borrow library books. What's the best way to do that? Well, and I, and I have actually gone through that. I I did help out somebody with audible and something on their iPad. And it was just a question of like, well, how do I make the text bigger or how do I make it louder? Or, you know, simple things that you might totally take for granted, 
but I'm telling you, there's people out there that just don't understand like how to turn it on, you know? And so that's what I kind of help them with. So a lot of times I have to eat my own dog food. I download it and I play around with it. So that's what I had been doing with Libby. I'm like, I wonder about Libby's interface. You know, what, what do I get out of it? It's free. It doesn't cost anything. It hooks straight into the library. And like we were saying, Elisa, it's, it's kind of nice using Libby because it worked Libby because it works so well with your, library card that it just hooks right into it it downloads it it puts it right on there there's no there's no extra like hoops to jump through whereas with kindle um a while ago when i was using it that's what led me to libby was i was frustrated with the fact that back at at the time if i lended a book if i borrowed a book and it said okay you know where do you want this to go i'd have to like go to the web page I couldn't do it. In, you can't do it just directly in the Kindle app. You have to go to the web page. You have to, you know, sign on with your Amazon account. And then you have to go in there. But then that's the stinky thing was at the time in the Amazon app, there wasn't a way to, and I don't, I still don't think there is. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong because that may have changed. And that's what I'm trying to evaluate right now is there doesn't seem to be a way to get to your device management within the Amazon app. You'd have to load the web page. And then, of course, you know, in iOS, so many times, like, it forces you right into the app. You're like, but I want to get to the website, and I want to request the desktop version, because I want to get into the manage devices section, because that's how I need to get this library book that I'm borrowing onto my damn Kindle iOS app, right? And so that's why I switched to Libby, because Libby made it so much more easier to do that. I didn't have to jump through all those hoops, because I'm thinking this is a struggle for me. How in the hell am I going to be able to like explain this verbally with step-by-step instructions for one of my 83 year olds to do, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's why I ended up in Libby. So to circle back around to this, um, to tie this all together is remember I had borrowed this book. I had it downloaded directly to the Libby app and I had been reading it in the Libby app. And then as a way, as a because we were going to talk about this, I was going to experiment. And I thought, well, now I want to come. I want to compare the interfaces between Libby and Kindle. Like, which what do I like? I took some screenshots. You know, what do I like better about Libby versus now? Let's give Kindle app the Kindle iOS app another try. Let's let's give it, take another shake at it. Has anything changed? You know, is it easier to get books on here? And I will say, it is a little bit easier. It did route me directly <laughs> to. So, so I went into Libby, you know, uh, I knew my loan was going to expire. I clicked on the thing that says like manage whatever. And then it said, it gave me the option in Libby to send it to a different device. And I thought, well, I want, I want it to end up on the, on my Kindle, on my iOS app. So I sent it there. It did route me to a page, you know, through Amazon where I could authenticate. And then it kind of did it all. There was no like, well, it took me to the app. Damn it. I want to get to the desktop site. There wasn't that. Um, I didn't have to like somehow get to the managed devices page. Like it, it all like handheld me and, and it walked me right through it. So I liked that experience. So, so I ended up moving that what was left of like the couple of hours left of that library loan. I ended up moving it to the Kindle app on my iPhone. That's where then now I've switched. So this is the third, uh, what would you say? The third ecosystem or the third platform now. So I started out in Libby. I moved it to Kindle iOS. Now I've moved it to Audible. And so now what I wonder, and I, and I don't know like how to retest this or not, I guess the, the time has passed, but it would be interesting to know, since I moved from the Kindle iOS app to Audible through Mike's invitation, 
what would have happened had I not done that just like an hour or two ago before we started recording? What would have happened if I had left the book in Libby? See what um, I mean? Like, and so, you, if like, I would have sent yeah. this to you tomorrow rather than today when your loan had expired, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I wonder if it would remember because Big Brother is watching. Well, <laughs> in this case, Amazon is watching. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. I'm in bed and, with and Amazon. I gave, it permission but... to. I gave it permission to. Right, and I mean, I'm in bed with Amazon because God, it knows mm-hmm. more about me than I probably do. Yeah, they, um, you, they're, they're good at foreplay for you. You like the way they stroke. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. You know, you know, I wasn't you, gonna let that go, Mike. Come yeah, on. I know. Mm-hmm. You, you know what comes after foreplay. I may end up getting yeah. that anyway. But you know, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know. And I'm gonna guess that since, like Lisa said, all this stuff is managed through Amazon, or not all this, but a lot of these books are managed through Amazon. Uh, I would be, yeah, it'd be interesting to try it somehow, some way, sometime. Um, that I'll have to borrow another library book, like a different one, and then. Yeah. And then try that out. That would be, just, yeah. you know, it's just like that's that's where my brain goes. Like that's the the geeky stuff about this is like, well, what would happen if I did it this way? <laughs> you know, right. it's like there's there's really no reason other than it's just an itch I want to scratch because now right. I'm curious. Because what if I end up in that situation and somebody says, well, this didn't work, and then I'll say, oh, aha, I know, because <laughs> I because right. I had that problem one time or something. Well, you know, and something I want to try out is. Um, and you have to have an Amazon device, either a Kindle, a Fire tablet. I think the uh, Echo devices will do it. I think even the Fire mm-hmm. TV will do it. Yep, they you, will. Remember, because we well, that was in our list of devices. No, what I'm talking about though is the uh, uh, Kindle. You can have it uh, read the book to you from. Mm-hmm. The, so they have a voice that it will read it. And I've, I listened to a little uh-huh. bit of it, and it's not like, you know, fingernails on a chalkboard horrible. Um, it's a little monotonous. I mean, you're not – a real person would be able to put some – you know, bring some emotion to it. This is basically yeah, it's a, like an AI bot kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, not exactly a screen reader, but pretty much the same thing. And uh, and I've downloaded on a – because I do have a – Amazon tablet addiction problem. Um, <laughs> so I downloaded on several of my uh, like sixty third device. You're not far off. Uh, <laughs> That's what we're going to call this podcast. <laughs> Mike sixty third device. Mike sixty third device. I just pulled that number out of my ass. Sure. Um, no, I had a comment. I'm going to let that one go. Anyway, because <laughs> um, I probably got I didn't one say there Mike too. Sixty ninth device <laughs> okay no that wasn't the one i was just gonna say i probably got a an amazon device down there too who knows uh i got them all over uh i like to have them I handy where did they go but uh because um I, somebody did post a, a a youtube video and it's not horribly hard you have to go into your settings on your device and you got to find the little slider switch to s- translate i got my device here let me see if i can bring it up you yeah just... that's what i'm looking up to reading option yeah. oh, are you getting it to to speak it instead yeah. of yeah instead okay. of reading it because uh i have an add problem i, I may have an, i've never been tested but it's like i can only do something for so long to sit there and read a book i start to get antsy that's why i like audiobooks i can listen to it while i'm doing something so it kind of keeps me mm-hmm. occupied so yeah you I go into settings in no okay on uh on the fire tablet anyway you go into um i think it all was... your books are uploading right now because you're siloning <laughs> uh could be okay um dang it where'd it go now you go into 
And you're looking for like a transcription or yeah, and um, and this is are you on a fire? Yeah, the tablet. Uh, so mm-hmm. you go into settings. So you're in the Kindle reader. You go into settings. It's got reader settings, and then down uh, there's a slider switch that says. Um, now there's WhisperSync book updates, highlight, text to speech. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So you slide that over, or hit the button so it slides over, um, and then uh, when you go to play, you'll need to download voices. And there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of voices that you can uh, download. Uh, and I don't think I have. Well, let me. Yeah, it doesn't look like they can do it on mine. Yeah, and this is mine. Not... just a. Mine's a simple paper white. This is not a feature in the iOS Kindle app because I'm looking in there too. No, for it. I was looking for that too because the yeah. problem would be since I listen to this stuff at work, it means I uh, would have to take my tablet, and I do have a seven-inch yeah. tablet, so it wouldn't be. And you, the these uh, tablets are, let's go with inexpensive. Uh, I don't want to say cheap because they're. Decently built, just kind of. Some of them are kind of underpowered. Although, um, I just tried something. So, huh, interesting. In the iOS Kindle app, because <laughs> because I got the book now in Audible, I can now I can tap, and I'll probably silent because I did this. I don't know. I mean, I'm doing it on my iPhone, so hopefully not. But now I'm downloading the Audible. It's 145 megs, though. Yikes. And maybe I'll cancel that. Oh, the... eh, it's too late now. So now it's downloading the Audible version so that it can serve it up to me in the iOS Kindle app. Okay. So maybe that's an option for you. I wonder. Um, well, uh... I just listened. I just had. Li- I have gotten a few Audible. Oh, books and it highlights free it as in the past. It... I just use the, the Audible app. Yeah, that's what I do too. Uh, it's easier. This is cool. It reads it as it, it highlights it as it's reading it too. And it's in her voice. You oh, might like oh. this. Oh, so that's probably the, is that the guided reading? Um, I, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I think, yeah, maybe in the, yeah, I, cause I've never done, done it. Cause if I get an audio book, I'm just going to, you know, listen to it in audible. Cause, um, but uh-huh. for somebody who, you know, wants to read along or maybe wants to improve yeah. the reading. This um, is yeah. interesting. Um, I'm opening up my Kindle app on the phone and down at the bottom where it says home library, discover more. If you click on more and then it says audible companions. And when I clicked on that, Mm -hmm. it says finding audible. It's gone already, but it said finding audible upgrades for the books I already own. Mm -hmm. So it's, there's only a couple of books here, but I, if I want, I can get, an audio sample, audible sample of the book, and it says that I can go back and forth between reading and audible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was telling you about earlier. Yeah, I mean, I knew that, but I didn't know I could do it right within the app. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, you know, if you, uh, you know, there's some advantages to that, especially, you know, if they're using words there's been times somebody will say something and maybe i don't hear exactly what they say or you know it's a word that i'm not familiar with so what does that word look like i could see how that could be beneficial well uh, i've taught my kids that especially my my big one I've, I've always told him you know as he's reading a book to highlight it double tap on it and look at the word to define it because that helps them build their vocabulary right 
that's that's a nice feature about the uh, the Kindle stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You can uh, highlight words. You can make notes. I've done that a few times. Yeah, over often. the holidays, yeah. my sister-in-law, who has, I think she has a paperweight or you know some kind of Kindle device with her, she was reading a book and she was telling me something. I guess she was she was lamenting how frustrated she was because she read something really amazing in this book and she wanted to discuss it or she wanted to look it up later. It was something that she wanted to go reference. And she was like, do you have a pen and paper? <laughs> I was like, of course I do. Because, you know, I have kids and we have a little whole station for them to do their homework. And I went to grab it. And then she was telling me, she's like, yeah, you know, I didn't have a pen and paper. And I wanted to write this down. And, oh, I just discovered it again. I better go write this down before I forget. And then I said, well, you know, in your Kindle, you can just drag across with your fingertip. You can drag across the words and you can highlight it. You can add a note there. And she didn't know you could do that. And so she was very, of course, she still wanted to write it down because, you know, there's the hand brain mind connection uh, between the two. But, you know, if you're in a pinch and you don't have a pen and paper, that's one of the things that I absolutely love about that because you can highlight stuff and, and yeah. make notes on it. And you can bookmark it and uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and you can, uh, what's that one? I think that's the share menu. Oh, recommend the book. Yeah, well, then I wonder, can't you, like, highlight a section, and then I wonder I wonder if you can text that section. You can say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on this section. Oh, check out this quote. Like, highlight it and then uh, share it. Yeah, you got the share menu. So then, yeah, and through my – on my Fire tablet, and on the iOS, you'd probably have the option of messages, messengers or whatever. Uh, it's got Goodread, email, Facebook, Twitter, and if I hit more, you can do Bluetooth or Amazon Drive. So you could – uh, save chunks to Amazon Drive, I guess, if you're you, mm-hmm. like doing research and you want a citation. And I would yeah. assume if it's up there, you could download it to a different device or look at it on your computer. Uh-huh. Uh, but... Now, that segues into the other thing that I wanted to talk about. And there's there's three things before I forget. Um, the first is I want to talk just a little bit about PDF readers because, like you just said, that's what reminded me of it. You know, my husband's doing his master's program right now. And so he's had to do that where he's had to take notes or one time he was given – um, some scans of a portion of a textbook that like was required reading and, you know, it was, I don't know, it was some insanely expensive book or something. And so some of the students were, were sharing snippets of it or something. And so he had to go and write something or cite a reference or something. And so I was able to take those scans. I think they were just JPEGs at the time and they were like really crappy, like, you know, not good quality. But I was able to, they were good enough. I think I was able to OCR them or something Or there was a section where um, I think I was able to bring it into PDF Expert. And that's an app by by Riedel or Riedel. That's what I use. Yeah, I really love that. I do not like buy the the monthly subscription to it, but I did buy like the in-app purchase. I don't, I I hope that that's still available. That's the one where you can mark things up. And so that's what I was utilizing for him. So I was able to get it into a format where he could use PDF expert and then he could use the highlighter. He could use the note taking, he can underline things and annotate it. So that was the first thing that I wanted to mention is, um, you know, PDF readers, you know, a lot of this stuff is built into your iPad or your iPhone and you can annotate stuff, but it's a little janky and the interface isn't quite as nice. And for those kinds of things, I really like a pro tool like like PDF Expert. So that was the app that I want to recommend for that. And then the other thing I wanted to mention was two more things before I forget. One was um, book sharing services like uh, Goodreads. And then the other thing was uh, tracking. Now, you guys had said you're not interested in tracking. I, I like to do it 
just for kind of fun, you know, uh, it's, it's part of like mental health. It's part of, uh, um, mindfulness, you know, trying to see like where you are. Some people might be competitive, you know, maybe people who do like, say, for example, you know, your workouts on your watch and you like to see where you are in your fitness, uh, regimen. I think that reading, uh, fits along in your mental fitness regimen. You know, how much am I reading? And, Kindle has it. Now, that was the other thing about Libby, the the comparison between Libby versus Kindle. I didn't see anything in there in Libby where it was tracking how long you were reading for. And that that's just something that I'm just I'm interested in in seeing that I would maybe like to see that to help push myself, maybe motivate myself to read more, um maybe set some goals or something. Uh plenty of people do that. I think you have to be a certain kind of type of person that's that's into doing that sort of thing. So if you are into tracking your progress, uh they do do it in the Kindle app. Now again, it's not something that I don't think, you know, we were t- kind of talking about the pissing contest between Apple and Amazon, and I don't think that they will share that information. It would be nice if it would be all in one area. But so in the Apple Books app, now, do either of you ever buy books on Apple Book or you're just totally no, no. in the, the Amazon? And that I goes back Apple to what we were talking books. about before because it doesn't have quite the library that Amazon does. Well, it's not that. I think because I started with Kindle. Well, there's a couple of reasons. One, because I started with Kindle. Two, anytime I read a book in the Apple and um, iBooks, it's because I'm reviewing a book for MyMac.com, usually a take control book. Okay. So I do it through there um, mm-hmm. just just because it's just because there's the pictures and diagrams and I, those are better on an iPad versus or Apple, you know, in books mm-hmm. versus um, a Kindle. It's more of a but, rich, engaging experience for certain things. My problem is I'm too ADD. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy. <laughs> oh, got an email. Oh, mm-hmm. Let me go check face. Well, let me go check it <laughs> instead of at least when I'm with the, with the Kindle. I'm with the Kindle and nothing else. Yeah. You mean I'm the Kindle look- device. Correct. Yeah. When I'm using uh-huh. my Kindle, right. uh, my paper white, I'm not looking at my email or Facebook mm-hmm. or Twitter or Instagram or anything else. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I got to go look this up or, you know, get a game notification. Oh, got to play that game. <laughs> nope. I just read on the Kindle. And there needs to be that. like a, a do not disturb while reading like there is a do not disturb while driving. <laughs> it well, needs to be a little a little book. I, mean, icon you tap, I like, can put it on. You know, you're up, yeah, your, busy. you know, you can put it on do not disturb. Yeah, but it's just it's um, I'm you, just you admit I'm not good that you don't have the, the willpower to do that. So you're, well, that's you're the also person the problem that has to have me. the paperweight. Yeah. I'm, but that's also the problem with me with audio books is that I, I zone out. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I like I'm as focused as much when I'm reading. I have to pay attention. Yeah. It's harder. And Mike, you've probably had this too. When sure. you're listening to a book and then maybe a student or a teacher comes up to you and sure. starts talking to you, you might miss 30 seconds of what the book was saying. Now you got to go all the way back and, you know, try to find your place again and get caught back yeah. up. It, I listen while I'm driving and it scares me because I'm like, I'm listening. I am paying attention. I'm paying attention to the road. I'm very, very, very strict about like hands on the wheels, eyes on the road. You know, I use Siri for everything, dictation and stuff, like all that stuff. But when I'm listening to stuff, whether it's an audiobook or podcast, there's times where I'm driving. I'm like, I don't remember what they just said. And I had to rewind like two minutes because well, I'm daydreaming. You know? yeah. Exactly. They said exactly. something. And or they say something else. 
Exactly. Or I thought even when I'm listening to a podcast, sometimes like um, like if I'm listening to Guy and Gaz, let's say they might say, oh, what was the name of that movie? Or they'll they'll have an opinion uh-huh. on something. And I start thinking about I, gotta go look I have a different opinion on that particular product. And I start thinking about how I would would come up with my response to him. And all of a sudden, 15 minutes of the podcast is gone. It's like, oh, crap, <laughs> I got to go back 15 minutes and hear what they were just saying. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I'm, I'm listening distracted. to something because I might be like upset about something or there's something that's like on my mind that I want to get off of my mind. Like, OK, I need to take a break from thinking about this. So I'll go listen to this because reading wouldn't do it for me, but listening to something would. And then I find out that it didn't really because like, oh, I was just thinking about the thing I wasn't supposed to be thinking about. <laughs> well, OK. Remember, you guys are talking like Captain Chaos here. And uh-huh. so uh, and I found that except, you know, when you are getting the key points in the book, because I have had that happen a few times. And sometimes I'm working in noisy environments. And I don't hear uh, everything. And unless it's something that is crucial, I found that you can kind of skip it. And it's probably not going to affect the book. A whole lot. Um, so, yeah, yeah. There's been a couple times where I'm like, all right, I just gotta let that go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You kind of have to do that sometimes. And so mm-hmm. it's never really been too much of a problem. And you know, for me, uh, I have done this while I've been working on you know construction projects or something. And um, you know, and most of the times I um, and I don't know, maybe I can function. You know, listen to something while I'm still doing something, and maybe I have that. Yeah, you know. like ADD brains work that way because sure. you can. That's why that's why a lot of drummers have ADHD because they can focus on a bunch of different things at the same time. Sure. Where I'm like, oh my god, I cannot do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my, I, I, of course, I have problems. I can talk- multitask. Yeah, <laughs> I have problems talking and doing two things at the same time, but I can sit there and you know work on Reading? take measurements and do things and while listening to a, mm-hmm. you know an audio book and usually it's not too much of a problem there are and if it's if i really need to concentrate on what i'm doing like you know not sawing off a finger um i will pause it um gardening that would be a great thing i i would think like as you're trimming flowers or something and listen to an audiobook or a podcast you know brooming you know cleaning classrooms yeah my job is made for audio and there's mindless stuff Mm -hmm. yeah because and if it helps distract me from wanting to throttle certain people yeah. you know it's a plus for them you know they should be right. paying me for this service uh you know it call it life insurance call it what you want call it a shakedown extortion whatever you don't want oh, to die today a, so you want to be a janitor yeah, yeah so we're gonna have to get you an audible subscription yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be one of your benefits yes and the staff will pay for it because i put up with you know if they ever mm-hmm. listen to this i'm in deep trouble but anyway they don't <laughs> um uh and, uh and then you know one other thing oh, oh, did you get your third thing in I I think I did. I okay. think it. Well, we're we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but it, basically, okay. it was like PDF readers and trackers, sure. and then sharing services yeah. like uh, Goodreads. Yeah, that's where I was going next. Was Goodreads? Okay, uh, thank you. Yes, and um, I was just uh, in preparation for today because I have Goodreads, and uh, here's my problem with Goodreads: uh, Goodreads, Audible, and Kindle are all Amazon products. So mm-hmm. your Kindle stuff. All the Kindle books you read can sync up with Goodreads. The mm-hmm. audio stuff doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that drives, because again, that's where I consume mm-hmm. a lot of my stuff and I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. sharing you know, stuff on Goodreads, but mm-hmm. you have to, and so I was sitting there with my phone here and you can go into Goodreads and search for the book and put it in there manually, but it would be nice just to have it all go over there 
the same way that Kindle does. Yeah, because that was that's what I was what I was going to ask both of you is if you if we all because this kind of works like you know when we were talking about media centers and we were talking about Plex and things like that. Sure. If we could all hook our Goodreads together, like we were all following each other, kind of like on Twitter or Facebook or something like that, where right. um, I could say, "Gee, here's a book I'm interested in." I know, I know, Mike certainly won't have that book, but I bet Elisa yeah. will. Sure. <laughs> I want to go check Lisa's Elisa's library and see if Elisa has that book, and then say, "Hey, can I borrow this or whatever?" Or like, you know, maybe there's this book on something else that I know Mike would probably be interested in. Or like, "Hey, one of my kids is like into Marvel comic books or something." Like, oh, I better go check Mike's library because sure. I bet he has, you know some sci-fi book or something like that. Yeah. That would be really awesome. But like you're saying, so the audible doesn't hook into that. So if I were to say like, Oh, I wonder if Mike has this sci-fi audible book, I wouldn't be able to see that. Well, you like say, if I manually did it and that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And you know, and, and then that also doesn't address the problem too, because I also make great use of our library, um, online library uh, through the city here. Um, which goes through the state. I do too. And so you get music and and video rentals, all that stuff. Right, it's amazing. Right. I don't know if we get video and stuff, but you know, and all I'm interested, in, you can do eBooks, you can do audio, and I, you know, for me, just do the audio. And I wish there was a way. And I did go through there, but the Libby app, I don't think, because uh, I went back and looked in um, um, Overdrive too, and I think they only mm-hmm. go back so far. So the books mm-hmm. that I read, I managed to get in there, but I know yeah. I read some other books. I know I've read a bunch of Orson mm-hmm. Scott card stuff that, and I don't remember what they all are because at, because uh, mm-hmm. it's not on this summer. I probably went through, well, I'm pretty sure I went through three trilogies. So that's nine books there, and I'm pretty sure there were some other books in there. So I think you know that, something's missing. Yeah. So this summer alone, I'm pretty sure maybe 15 books i've lost count and you know if you don't sit down and put them all in there and after a while mm-hmm. i you know because i I've, I've done this a time or two i've you know like checked out a book and started reading or listening to it and this sounds familiar oh yeah i do remember <laughs> reading this book um um yeah. Or, you know, uh, I've been uh, – there's a teacher at school that uh, I have on Goodreads, and we, we compare notes. And uh, she's made some recommendations to me. I've made some recommendations to her. And uh, she's telling me this book, and I'm going, I think – or she's done, she's done the same thing to me too. This book sounds awfully familiar. And then, it's, you know, we go back. Oh, yeah, we have, you know, read that. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's uh, – but, yeah, Goodreads – Like a little personal book club. Yeah, and that's basically what Goodreads is. And so you can friend people on there. And mm-hmm. so you can see what they're currently reading. And so some people are probably going to, because I updated this stuff. So they were, uh, the, was it 12 people I think I have uh, for friends on Goodreads are probably going, the hell has Mike gone cocaine or something? He's read like yeah. 10 books today. Um, well, not only that, but that was the other thing I was going to bring up is like, I don't know if I like, like I just disconnected it recently. Cause like I was telling you guys before my husband was sharing my Amazon account because I have a business account and he had to get some books for his master's program. And so now like people on Goodreads were saying, Oh, you like that book? You like that? Book? Like, I didn't read that book, but my husband did. But it ended up in my Goodreads because it was hooked to my Amazon account. So I disconnected it so I could figure out what to do about well, that and you know, maybe like take those off the list and stuff. Well, you can do but that. But I don't know if I want – like what if I check out a book and like what if it's like, you know, a steamy romance cheesy novel or I don't know. What if it's some porno book or something? You don't, don't have, have to. Do that. You don't have to become <laughs> friends with anybody though. You can just yeah, make it yeah. your own – 
um, list. Oh, the word just left my head, but oh. like a you know a place where that's the word I was looking for. Yes, the repository. repository. That's the word I was looking for, where you can just keep a track of all the books that you've read mm-hmm. without anyone else having oh, to sure. know about it. Right. But like, is it an all or nothing proposition where no. like, well, what if what if I do want to share my entire library? Just like Michael, you were saying, like, right. you're kind of disappointed. Like I would be like, oh, I, why didn't that just why didn't it just work? Why didn't it just automate it for me? Why didn't it just end up in there because I read it? It didn't do it for me. And then you lost track of it. Well, I don't know. Like, I guess I kind of would like to do it manually. Like, yeah, I want to share that I have read these books or that I want to read these books or I'm interested in these books. But like these other books, like, no, this is like my own private stuff. Like, I don't want everybody knowing about that. Well, I don't want everybody to know that I want to take a lesson in kite surfing or something. (laughs) Well, because as I say, you can go in there and delete books from your from your list. Like my husband's books, I would I would go and delete. Yeah, Yeah, no, if I mean if you're reading scandalous stuff there that you don't want the rest of the world (laughs) to know about, that one I don't have an answer for you. You know, uh, Mm. I mean, yeah, it looks like either you know, I don't know that there's a way you can filter it. or manually share, like, you know, yeah, yeah, this is a book I want everybody to know that I read because I want to discuss it in the book club. Or right. this is not a book I want everybody to know that I read because I don't well, want to discuss it in my book. Yeah, and, and in, in my case, A, I'm not interesting enough to read scandalous books. But I did go and delete a few from my list because I didn't think people were going to be all that interested in, like, Minecraft crafting books. <laughs> So I took them out, but, you know, and, you know, you're talking to Captain Chaos here. So I, it's just, um, it's just, you know, put it on there. If I think something's stupid, I'll take it off. Uh, I'll see, just I would it have out. appreciated to know about that because my kids are into that. Well, that's, that's true. And they're just, you know, how to build different things. I'm going, but mm. see, that's just it. Like it, you should have like different personas for yeah. different things. Or it would be nice if they could, uh, it would be nice if they'd put this in here. You could have all your stuff synced to a private thing. And then, mm-hmm. uh, so it'd all be synced and then you just sit there and, you know, share, share, share and go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, so it'd all be there. So like, say, if you want, like Elisa says, you want the repository of what you said, uh, what you've read, you can go there, look at this. And then you can go down the list and say, yeah, I want to share this with people. I want to know that I've read it. Um, and the thing, you know, what I did today was it may be marginally helpful to people, but some of these books, it's been so long since I read them, I'd have to refresh my memory. So I couldn't give them, you know, unless there was a few a few books that really stuck with me, um, I wasn't able to go in there and, like, give them a, a, a review or a synopsis of it because it was just... Mm-hmm. So basically what they got was uh, whether, you know, I created bookshelves. So I've got one for, like, mm-hmm. fiction, mm-hmm. science fiction, nonfiction, basic things like that. So I would give them a, a star rating. Most of them are four or five. There's one book... Uh, I got to put on there that I'm going to give about a one or a two. Um, mm-hmm. That was one that we read. Because that's important. You know, yeah, there might be is. something that totally sucks and you don't want somebody to waste their well, time that they can never get back on it. Yeah, it, it sucked for me. It's one that we read for Sci-Fi Tech Talk. Um, and it just irritated me um, mm-hmm. just because it's one mm-hmm. of those – you want to throttle the people and they're stupid. Um, but then there's other things like – see, the type of stuff that I – typically like to read is something where i can share information it's, it's a knowledge base kind of thing right. like or how to do something you know not necessarily help, self-help kind of self-help or like diy or you know right. like there's a discussion with that i want to have with parents about kids and technology you know and i have a book that i really really like and i want to recommend and there might be excerpts from the book that here you know read this page or here's here's the example of a contract, go to this page, you know, point them like right to it and then share and share alike. You know, they might have a book that I haven't read, 
but there might be something that, you know, there were three things in that book that they really wanted to share or wanted me to see. So those right. kinds of things would be really helpful. You know, just there's yeah. definitely a sharing component of it. But then, like, how do you balance sharing with privacy? That's always the right. big question. Yeah. And I uh, and in the uh, show notes, I'll put my uh, uh, the link to my Goodreads if anybody wants to, you know, follow me or. You know, Put your if, Minecraft book back in there. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to. I, since I, you know, okay, since you won't look down on me for that, so okay, that's fine. Uh, not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not saying that somebody else won't. But <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm op- I, I'm a magnet for ridicule, so I shouldn't be, you know, uh, uh, surprised yeah, by this. Yeah, but this is but... the geekiest show ever. So well, we're this totally is geeking true. about this stuff. This is true. Now, some of the people on here, some of them are like teachers at the school, and yeah, they know me, so I guess it wouldn't make too much of a difference. But. Um, yeah, so, you know, and that's an interesting way. So, because it would be interesting, I guess, I've, I think I've said it before, that's why I like doing sci-fi tech talk, because it kind of, you know, got us to, uh, some of, read, for us, books was a little hard, because not everybody had the time to read like I do, but uh, it forced us to look at something that we normally wouldn't do, uh, read or, you know, or watch mm-hmm. or something like that. And so yeah. I think it would be interesting if we had, you know, uh, but you know, maybe like say a, a book club or something through Goodreads here, where um, and they do. We have could a make like a tab. geekiest show ever because I was thinking about doing that, like for the stuff that we recommend on Amazon or wherever right. else you buy things. Like if we had a, you know, GSE recommends well, something. That's that's what we should do. We should put a GSE recommends page on our website, and then yeah. it could have links to like Amazon products that we actually have bought, like not just Play Money stuff, but stuff that we actually have bought and like. Oh, and for everything. Books. Oh, yeah, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, Not... books that we've actually read and stuff. Yeah, because you I see... did actually start a spreadsheet page. And you see, for Sci-Fi Tech Talk, Julie did set up a uh, uh, a Sci-Fi Tech Talk uh, group on Goodreads uh, so mm-hmm. we could share stuff. And there's... Oh, so there's groups. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, we could... so, I mean, if we did want to send up like uh, set up like a Geekiest Show Ever book group here, uh-huh. if we wanted to, you know, if we were interested in reading more you know expanding our horizons we could set up and then listeners could contribute to it too that would be cool yeah and so yeah so that we could share stuff because we had it set up here oh yeah here's the book that uh, i need to uh review uh 2312 by kim stanley robinson i hated that book Uh, (laughs) but that showed up in our uh our uh goodreads section for sci-fi tech talk because you really put it in here and um uh and so you know we could we could maybe do something like that where we could set up a uh, uh, Geekiest Show Ever group and mm-hmm. then uh, people could join it and then they could make recommendations. We could They could see what we're reading. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, because just like I say, to be exposed to different – I'm you, – you look at my stuff there, it's probably like mm, 70% sci-fi mostly. But there's a, uh, some Stephen King stuff in there that I've read. Um, there's a few um, – non-fiction books uh i've read a few autobiographies i again i got to figure out which ones they were um i've got i got megan phelps roper in there but i also have um what's the guy from um the uh um ah shoot i can't think of his name uh from the not the walking dead the uh uh oh shoot mother zombie show (laughs) yeah one of those basically from way back when um Armageddon, uh, end of all days, kind of stuff. Uh, sorry, one of the the movies, sci-fi movies. It was one of those cheaply made movies. Um, like a B oh, movie. A- Ash and the Grateful, or 
Oh, what is it? Oh, I think I might know what you mean, but yeah, it's yeah. Now. Don't Thanks, have a clue. Mike. Yeah, I <laughs> don't know. have a clue. No, uh, Shaun of the Dead. No, it's uh, no. oh, uh, he he went up, made a uh series on. <laughs> it's uh, <Huey> Lewis. <laughs> Oh, it's driving me crazy now. They, uh, Sorry, they, my dad did that to me one time. We were trying to figure out what it was, and he called me up and said, Huey Lewis, and he hung up, and it was 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may do that to you. You may get a text. The answer is always Huey Lewis. <laughs> Not in this case. And like I say, I uh, know. I'll, I'll think of it eventually. Uh, it was something about the chin uh, um, in Hollywood. The chins could kill. Bruce something rather yeah Bruce Campbell there we go thank yes, you yes, yay yes. we did it without I did it without Google it's because my husband's yeah. a nerd <laughs> I don't know who he is okay uh, my and, husband loves him yeah and then um uh I read Tina that's where Mike and I are friends yes I read Bruce Campbell yeah yeah um <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he would be for you or not, Lisa. But well, and I and yeah, please tell me the name of his walk. Not, Ash Williams. Yeah. What's the Evil Dead franchise? Evil Dead. There we go. That's there you what go. I Walking think Dead. Of. Evil Dead. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Zombies. Hail to the, oh, the book is Hail to the Chin. Further Confessions of a B Movie Actor. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because <laughs> then he also made it Chins Could Kill. I yeah. think because he has okay. he has a very distinctive chin. That's the whole. Yes. Chin. Okay. And then uh, Tina Fey, which I think is one that we can oh, all relate yeah, I've to. Got, I've got her book. I couldn't make it through that book. You couldn't? <laughs> I, I did. I did read. I started reading and I couldn't make it through. I actually have okay. like the real, real dead tree book. Okay. This yes. Is, oh, it, yeah. Here we are. If Chits Could Kill. Yep. <laughs> um, and like I said, and again, I listened to her read it. So that may have made a uh, difference there because, uh, you know, she can emphasize the punchline. Maybe that makes it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was an audible book. I think it was a freebie. And okay. I let me see. I've got. Get out of here. I downloaded all those Neil Peart books while we were waiting. <laughs> um, let's see. I've got I've got a book I like by by Rob Lowe. Huh. Bossy Pants. Here it is. Bossy that's, that's Pants right. by Tina Fey. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I deleted it. I still have the book, but I deleted it from my device. I just uh, didn't. Okay. Didn't care for it. Right. Send me that one digitally. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll actually read it. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you'd have to buy a credit. That's the problem. But anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But wouldn't it be really cool if, like, people that listen to the show could maybe contact us on Twitter and tell us what kind of books they're reading, and maybe ask right. to join the, our club? Hint, hint. Yeah. Wait, wait. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Yeah, sure. It wouldn't be too hard to set up a group. I don't think. Um, yeah, and just do something like that because it would be interesting. Because, like I say, I'm. I my genres are pretty narrow, uh, and if somebody would recommend something outside of what I might normally read, um, I mean you're gonna have to get my attention. But because uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I just tried to and it didn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm uh, looking at my books here on Goodreads as soon as the damn page loads. Uh, like I say, most of it is you know sci-fi, but I do have. I don't remember reading this book, or did I try reading it? And it fell through. Or is it one I want to read? Uh, the hmm. Art of uh, Community, Seven Principles for Belonging, which <laughs> I think would be a, you know, might be a good book to read. But I've got like eight pages on of books on Goodreads. Now, some of these I think were, I was going through Amazon and I would, or somewhere, or maybe in Goodreads. And, oh, I would like to read this book. Um, like here's one I think I just clicked because I would like to go back and read it sometime. Broadcast Hysteria, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds, and the Art of Fake News. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 
So that one might be interesting. But like I say, I've got some other. That one gives you all the feels, all the, all the good crunchy granola feels. and <laughs> Sure. Um, a little bit of light reading. So I'm pretty sure some of these were ones I just, uh, you know, clicked to put in here. But the, And, you know, my problem is the books that attract me are probably at minimum trilogies. And it's like, oh, God, oh. this book, i got to read all of them um, because I have to complete it. Uh, and so they drive. Oh, compulsion? Yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, once you start reading the story, then you want to know how it turns out. And, yeah, that mm-hmm. does drive me a little bit crazy, especially like Orson Scott Card. I did the uh, – he's got, you know, different series of books, some of them based around the Ender's games and some not. But he had, like uh, – Speaker for the Dead. Well, that was like four books I had to read. And then hmm. he's got, you know, Ender's Game. He's got some other ones that tie into it. And then he had the Formic Wars. And yeah, so and it's like you start getting into universes like that. That will drive you crazy. Hmm. But speaking of driving crazy, I think we must be at about the hour and a half mark. So uh, <laughs> those of you worried about a short show. You. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those of you worried about a short show. Don't worry. Um but uh, so, you know, you have uh, arrived at your destination. Yes, you have. And we took the long way home. Super tramp. Anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. So with that, why don't we introduce ourselves and let people, you know, go to the bathroom or whatever they need to do after listening to us. So, um, Melissa, why don't we start with you and tell us where people can find you and uh, see what you do. You can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy and you can go to my website, themacmommy.com. And Elisa, where can people find out about you? On Twitter, I'm at Sensei Dai, and I also do another podcast with Vicki Stokes and Suze Gilbert called Three Geeky Ladies, which is at threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. And if people want to know more about me, you can head over to Twitter and find uh, me at DSC Chipman, and I have my... Uh, uh, landing page for me at mike-mcpeak.com that's m-c-p-e-e-k and you can find links to all the stuff that i do there even my relaunched uh bard on the plains podcast um but uh if you want to know more about the show head over to geekiestshowever.com reviews and comments on itunes are always welcome and we thank everyone who does that We hope you've enjoyed this show as much as we have, and don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Pushatz, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie